Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is your latest sports news and commentary you're listening to the tnt podcast with your hosts tyler layfield and torres finney well hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the tnt podcast as always it's your boy tyler layfield joined by my co-host and still undefeated torres finney how's it going torres What's up, Tyler, man? Hey, I'm excited to be here, man. Look, we're back here once again. Um, uh, hey, another victory, another victory Monday, as they call it. And uh, even though we recorded this on a uh, Saturday, we know I know we've both been a little busy, but uh, yeah, uh, another another victory, and uh, you know, we want to keep it going, baby. Want to keep it going? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, man, tell me about it. What was the what was the fight like? I mean, uh, I know what we saw from RN. He took you all three rounds. Um, Fought you in a different way that we're not accustomed to seeing guys come at you with, you know, of course, you know, doing the little thing where he puts one arm underneath and one arm over and, you know, gets under your legs. I thought that was kind of a smart move that honestly, I think we're going to end up seeing that more and more from your opponents. But uh, what'd you think about that? And how, how did you adapt to that kind of style he was throwing at you? Um. I mean, it was. I, I don't. I would say that's a that's a college wrestling move. Um, he wrestled in college, as I already stated on here. He wrestled in college. He wrestled at the Olympic Training Center. Um, but that that's a move to uh, cause a stalemate. Um, and in in that essence, it's meaning to just stale the fight to allow the referee to step in and be like, okay, there's no action for him to step in. Problem is, you can only do that so many times. So I think. And, and I think he was really surprised on how well I was able to get in on his hips. I mean, he's not the first. Everybody's always surprised because they don't expect it. They think, oh, I'm going to oh, I'm gonna get my hips away. But my long arms, you know, it helped me. So when I get in on their hips, they're like, this is um, it, it's, it's the same thing I doubt because guys are actually trying to defend rather than fail. You know, if you get what I'm saying, you know, uh, Guys, he, he he's jitsized, so people are also remember he trials. Uh, guys out there who, who listen to us to a lot of jiu-jitsu understand that's one of the biggest tournaments in the world uh, for jiu-jitsu. And uh, he's he made it to third round. I mean, he's, he's he has really good jiu-jitsu. And uh, it was just more of off. Uh, people got to remember most of the time I fight these guys. Everybody coming in there, coming in there, thinking they can beat me. Uh, but after they feel after they feel me, it goes from trying to win to trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was just trying to survive mainly. Um, but I, I expect that. I mean, that's that's not a knock on anybody's part. It's just more of, I expect that. You know? And that's one thing we want all my fights. Me and my coaches talk. We want all the fights to look the same. You know, everything we go in there, we implement my game plan. If you watch all ten of my fights, have anyone from any other. You know, basically, yeah. you know, it's the, it's the same thing. And that's what we want. We want the same every time. And that's me implementing me onto, onto them. That means if they're fighting my fight, they're going to be in a win. So yeah. we want to continue to do that um, every fight. Yeah. And yeah. Um, another thing we noticed from the fight, uh, something people oftentimes will come kind of, you know, critique you on, but your stand-up game, you know, your stand-up game, you were actually able to to land some punches Dad, and I, I myself was thinking it at the time too, but 
dad was like, why didn't he throw the knee? Why didn't he throw the knee at that time? So you'll have to tell me why in a second. There was a part where, you know, and you know what I'm talking about, where he was kind of bent over. You could have just, I'm talking about. I know, like, second round. Him. I do know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, uh, number one. Why why round y'all y'all talking about. Everybody asked me that question. Yeah, why didn't you throw the knee? And then number two, how did it feel to get this guy? You know, I feel like this is like your first time really able to influence a fighter with your with your fist, with your punching, you know, and you, you were able to kind of make him bleed. So tell me about that a little bit. Uh, well, one, um, so if anybody go back and watch it, uh, if you see me clasp my hands, like I'm going up to grab his, because he was covered up. So I'm going up to grab his head to basically just like a power knee to bring his knee to his head to my knee. Yeah. And uh he he dug into a shot. So I mean it's like well because it, it doesn't sound he shot on me more than I shot on him. Uh if you watch the fight he actually shot me more than I shot on him. I just staved <laughs> them all off. Um because he's a grappler. He's a he's a big grappler and he, he fights. So he he's the one that's always put a grapple when he fights guys and he thought like hey, I'm gonna be able to push the grappling on Finney. I'm gonna push cardio on Finney, and uh, we. I just knew with my skill set, it just wasn't gonna work. Right. You know, he he used the I train at elevation. I train in Colorado, which they do to have the highest elevation in the world, obviously. But well, in the well, in the U.S. But yeah. that that didn't help his cardio. My cardio was better than the third round. I felt good. I coaching went into the third round. I felt good. I think you know, you um, and also like the standard. Yeah, I feel I, I tell people this I feel like best overall performance. Um compared to compared to especially like compared to all my fights. Yes, I have first round finishes, yes, I quick fights, but that's not a that's not an overall performance. Yeah, that, that's a that's just domination. You know, to have a overall performance to show off a lot of your skill sets and it was complete, you know. That was nothing. And he's all an opponent, you know. I, I know people just look at box like, oh, yeah, 10 seconds. But I knew he was – we already knew he was – I already knew he was a solid opponent. I, I, I knew it was going to be, like, a challenge. But I knew I could go in there and dominate, as I said before. And um, just overall, standing on the feet, things were more of, like, opening. So I was like, okay, you got to Because I feel like I couldn't come out on the feet. I had him hurt. Instincts kicked in. Um, I did have him hurt multiple times. I, I just the instincts kicked in. It's harder hard when you see those legs and you've been wrestling all your life. It's hard not to do it. Already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you had a it's hard not. So, uh, yeah, but uh, overall, man, good. Well, yeah, the I uh, I like the uh, yeah yeah. It was a lot lot of good things where you ended up picking him up and just taking him over to the other end of the cage and dumping him down. Uh, was that specific? Just trying to get him away from his corner. Yes, that that's that's one thing you. If you have the power to get your guy in your corner, you always take advantage of. It. And I mean, just be it's just because I carry guys. It's just I know I can have in my back. But, uh, mm. Yeah, I'd rather always be in front of my corner listening rather than right here in front of his. You know, telling them what to do. You know, yeah. it was loud in there. It was loud. There was a lot of people in there. We had sold the thing out. It was uh that was fun. that was fun. That was. Yeah. Well, I, I, how, how did your uh, dad like it? Dad, yeah, dad, like dad it? enjoyed it. Dad enjoyed it. He was glad that you were able to win. He liked seeing you, you know, punch some. So that was cool. And yeah, like I said, his only critique: why didn't you throw the knee? Why didn't you throw the knee? He he was wanting to he was wanting to see the knee, man. But, it was there. Oh, uh, uh, 
was there. I mean, it's funny how everybody saw it was there. <laughs> yeah, everybody, it was it there. Like a lot of people were saying that, so I don't know. Everybody felt the same way it looked like, but um, but yeah, man, it was it's another great win. So I'm guessing next step, like you said, you know, you're calling out UFC. That's going to be the next step, hopefully. Yeah, that's the goal, man. We're uh, waiting on some uh, words from the UFC soon. We having a meeting soon. I'm flying money and like so we'll see all right nice well let's uh let's shift this thing over to a little nba action talk a little bit about what's transpired so far in these uh playoffs uh first and foremost um man we were wrong on a few things uh both of us um miami upsetting uh yeah. the the bucks the heat upsetting the bucks and uh, the Knicks upsetting the Cavaliers. I think we both got that one wrong. So there's that. Then we the Hawks actually ended up showing a pulse. Nope. They didn't end up uh, going down in four games. They ended up pushing it to six. Where Boston's going to move on to play Philly here soon. Philly, it's looking like Embiid's going to be doubtful. Um, game one, you had L.A. They won it in six, like we called. So I'm, I think I either said five or six. I know you said six, so you were right there. Um, and then I'm trying to think about what else. Um, and then this war, hey, who was right? I, th- I think I called it on the last show, right? Warriors and Kings going to seven. Am I right on that? Did I call seven? You did say seven. You said, you said Warriors and seven. I hope Warriors and seven. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I watched that series last night. That game last night, I am not in them boys at all. It's ugly. I have lost. Yeah. I've lost a little bit of confidence. It didn't look good. It didn't. I think it's over. And then they're over. They're going to be playing. They're going to be playing at Sacramento for Game Seven. So that only hurts their case. I feel like a little bit because they just don't play as well when they're away. I feel like so. We'll we'll see how it goes. For them to play that way at home was pretty bad. Um, Either way, I'm a fan of it going to seven. Really bad because um, you know if Sacramento wins, I like the the Lakers' chances of pulling that out. And then, you know, if, if Golden State wins, that's an extra game they have Me to, too. Pull, you know, pull on their body. So. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I don't – I ain't see, man. I really don't see much of what Warriors, Warriors going to be to really do. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is so hot right now, man. He's like, he's having a game Monk of – Series of his life. Um, Monk. Monk can play too well in, what was it, game four? Five, I believe. Game I five. So. Yeah, he didn't play two but games games played a little bit better. Um Sabonis played solid yesterday. Um dude, it's just this is the time like I will change mainly the Kings bench. The Kings what won them the game. Going to the fourth quarter, it was already 40 points for the Kings, 17 points for the Warriors. Warriors bench didn't give him nothing. Jordan Poole was shooting like atrocious. Jordan Poole probably had one of his worst games yesterday. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what the Warriors are able to bring to the table. Um, I ain't gonna count them out, but I'm sorry. The favorites, in my opinion, is going into this game seven is the Kings. I, I just don't see what the Warriors, I, I don't know, like, especially on the road, too. Like, yeah, that's tough. This yeah. is us, Steph yeah. Curry. I mean, if you look at the Warriors, I mean, yes, uh, they have won a few game sevens, they actually have, you know, I won a few game seven against the uh, the Rockets. Uh, I'm trying to think of another game seven they was in. I only think I've only can think of like that. That besides the Rockets game seven, I don't know. 
There ain't been a many too many. Obviously, the keep Cleveland Cavaliers, the Thunder in 2016. Okay, besides yeah, yeah, those, they, they came yeah. back in that one. So they came back in that series. From they that did. But all those game sevens were actually on their own home court. If you yes. remember, you know, even the ones with the Cavaliers, it was all on their home court. So yep. to play this game seven on the road is gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be real mm-hmm. interesting. We'll see. We'll see who say who they who say they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is the downfall of the Warriors. Uh, you know, they're on the back end. Now, yes, we can't sit there and preach that now because they did just win the title last year. But true, it's, uh, teams are starting to step up, man. Teams are starting to step up. So yeah. We'll see. So um, I mean, outside of that, you got hey, you got to say something here. I got to hear you say something about this Clippers Suns, man. What you got to say? Oh man! Well, see, this this is the thing. I'm not I'm not too disappointed because Kawhi Leonard was hurt, and PG was out. Was he? Like, was he really? Yes. Hurt? Do you believe that? He had a torn meniscus. Did they come out and say that? Yes, they really? did. You don't believe? Oh, you don't believe it? You don't believe it? Hold on. Now I'm just saying I didn't see that right there, but yes, he tore his meniscus. It's just hard for me to believe anything that comes out of his mouth now because I feel like he just. He just kind of does what he wants. He'll just take off when he, he wants does. things like he that. Does. I, he I got no Kyrie vibes. Yeah, I need to look up. I'm looking up the uh, that injury. I didn't know that was a torn meniscus. But tell me, tell me more about what you thought about it. I thought, uh, I thought that. Well, for one, if right. meniscus, if Kawhi would have continued to play, I felt like that series would have been closer as I previously stated. Oh yeah. Um, I, I they were actually like Westbrook was actually playing really well. Westbrook was now there was sometimes he didn't shoot. Now look, I think with game three, I think it's game three, he didn't shoot good at all. It yeah. was bad. Westbrook but, like normal Westbrook. But he did. I enjoy what Westbrook brought to the table. I think I, I look, I agree with what Tyron Lou laid with, with Tyron Lou said. And there's not a lot of times I like Tyron Lou, but I agree with what he said. He said I can't be disappointed in this team. How can I be disappointed when I didn't come full-fledged with all my weapons? He said, I didn't have Kawhi. I didn't have PG. And then I just had a, t- a player that just joined the team, what, like seven, 15, 20 games ago? Yeah. Like, I can't I can't sit here and say, this is all I need. This is all I need. I'm going to be able to beat a team like the Phoenix Suns who got Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. And now, look, those Suns look good. They only look good when they all playing, though. Yeah. Suns don't struggle. Yeah, they're, they're, a look, flawed team. they're a flawed team. They're, dude, they are they, a very flawed team. Once yes, they get, are. Once you get to that bench, I just don't know just, how it's going to go, man. They 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 need – this is this is a thing I'm going to say. If you need Cameron Payne as bad as they do, you're maybe not in the best place as a team. I agree. I agree. It's going to be hard. Look, it's going to be hard to beat those Nuggets in the situation that they're in. I don't now. I'm not going to say, like, okay, I got the Nuggets, but it's going to be know. hard. I don't it's, know. I'm starting to, I might need to switch up. Bro, I watched them Nuggets play them Timberwolves, and I said, in like, oh boy, these boys look good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, oh boy, I, I haven't watched them. I haven't watched the full Nuggets game, you know, all year long. And I watched them when they played the Timberwolves, when they finished them off in the what series. And I said, I didn't, I didn't get to watch any of those games. I'm going to bed early every night. Just I watched the last game, just the last game. And, man, Jokic, dude. I mean, I know people talking about him being potentially the MVP. I heard, like, Joel and B probably got in the bag. But, sure. boy, boy, oh, my. Like, him. And then when what's-the-name is on? um Murray. Uh, 
Murray, oh my god, like bro, I'm then, like, you know, then then you throw in you got what Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown, the what's the other one? Michael Michael, Michael Porter uh, Jr. Yeah, when he's Michael healthy, Porter Jr. Bro, he dude, they got they, they got man, they got a squad, they got a I, and, and I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, I can see this team in the finals, like I yeah. really could, and and I, I feel like the Nuggets are one of those teams now to the point where they're like, man. We've been on the back burner for too long. People have talked about us too long. You know, when eventually you have that team to eventually jump over the hurdle. Like Giannis and them. Giannis was always in contention, but they couldn't finally jump over the hurdle. Mm -hmm. Boston with Jason Tatum. They're always in contention, but they couldn't finally. I mean, they made it to the finals last year, but they couldn't just get over that hurdle eventually. Yeah. I feel like the, this is the Nuggets year to do something like that. Now, I don't know if they will because, I mean, bro. When Kevin Durant's on, good God, that's Kevin Durant. It's going to be a fun series, and I'm I might switch up my prediction. I'm looking at their team now. You know, a couple more guys we missed: KCP, uh, I know Jeff Green, yeah. Reggie Jackson, Jeff Green, Smith. Jeff Green played some, great defense. Boy, he played yeah. good on defense. So I mean, they they got some they got some good guys. But I'm looking at switching my prediction, man. I just ah, uh, you know, home court being a factor here because they're going to have home court. Um, the depth, having the factor there, having the arguably, like you said, an MVP guy, like it, it all makes a difference here. I do think the Suns are going to be able to win some games, but man, I'm starting to think Denver might, it might just be in the cards for them. I'm thinking they might get this one in six or seven. I think this is going to be a great series. You'd be surprised. Uh, I actually see Denver winning game one. I think Denver oh, yeah. wins game one. Game two is when it gets put up in the air. I think it's going to be a really close game. Um, and then those games back in Phoenix is really going to be the test taker on who's going to win the series, in, in my opinion. Um, I, I think now if Phoenix is able to steal one in Denver in these first two games, that's going to be so crucial. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. they go down 2-0, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised when they go back to Phoenix, they go back Booker, up 2-2. Booker's going to do his best because even though KD's on that team, this is – I just don't think he can really make a mistake about it. The Booker's still the like he's the alpha that I feel like. I feel like he's the guy that says this is my squad. He puts it on his shoulders, and man, when he gets hot, dude is awesome. Like he really is. I've said awesome. this multiple times. I have. I've, I've said. I mean, I've argued with one of my other friends. Man, he's a big Kevin Durant fan, and I told him the same thing. I said KD might be the best overall player, but that team belongs to Devin Booker. I it said is. the same it thing when he was on the Warriors. Kevin Durant was the best player on the team. I'm, I'm not going to argue with that, but, but that was Steph's team. Exactly. Like, there's a there's a reason why. Like, there's a difference. You can yep. be the best player, but that don't mean that's your team. Heck, Anthony Davis, I mean, LeBron James is the best player on the Lakers. No, but that's AD's team. I, I, I feel, Like I've said before, that team goes as AD goes. And when AD's on, hey. <laughs> like that ain't hard to beat. Yeah. They look good. Yeah, I watched that game last night, and I'm like, oh man, yeah. like they look like yeah. they look good. But yeah, they they did get great last night. Um, so putting a bow on putting a bow on the Denver Phoenix battle. It starts tonight. We're recording this here on Saturday, April 29th. Who do you got in the series now? Uh, I'm gonna go Suns and six. Um, I, as much as I just say him ratted on, uh, uh, you know. Rambled on uh, the Nuggets. The Nuggets are good. I, I do like them. Um, I just feel like the, the the when the Suns are hot, they are hard to beat. Um, I feel like the Suns are now starting to really come together. Got to remember they've only lost one game since they've had you know when Kevin Durant has played. 
with the full big three. They've only lost one game. Um, they do look really good when they all play together. Um, this is not the Clippers, though. They did struggle with the Clippers. That bench is going to be – that bench is hard to, like, overlook. It's hard to say, yeah. oh, I'm picking the Suns because of the starters. No, you got to pick the Suns for the whole team. And that, yeah. and that, and that bench is hard to overlook. Um, I, I do feel like there's a reason why all these three guys got together. I know why the Suns are doing this. This is the Sun. This is around that Suns only chance, man. I do feel like Kevin Durant will come back next year, but the, you, ain't, you ain't getting no younger, man. None of these guys are getting no Chris Paul. You ain't getting no younger. They have to do it now. Uh, so if any time to do it now, I think the Suns. Uh, I think the Suns can pull it out. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go Denver in six. I just think they got the depth to do it. I just have a problem as well with. How many minutes KD and Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton have to play? They're having to play so many minutes. I just think eventually you're going to see Chris Paul go down. You're going to see Kevin Durant go down. You're going to see somebody. I, I just I just feel like it's a, it's a thing that's going to happen. I don't know. I know it's weird to bank on that, and I'm not, I don't. I hope it don't happen. It's just I have a bad feeling about it. I'm, I'm going to take Denver. In this one. Um, what about let's see, Knicks versus Heat. Ooh. So look, I am. Re- I was really surprised by how the Heat played. Mm-hmm. I really was. The Heat played an incredible, an incredible series. Um, they have. Uh, they they beat the Bucks. Now, granted, people got to remember, Giannis virtually missed three games. I know. You know, game one, he he missed. Uh, he only played eleven minutes. Then he missed two games after that. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people want to put that on Giannis' legacy. I I I can see it hurts. Reason why I say that because when he was at home, he missed a lot of free throws. Man, you cannot go ten. Yeah, yeah, that last game that was kind of inexcusable. You can't. It was. It's not. It's not. It's not inexcusable. You're right. And um, it's just it's just hard for me to put the whole series on his legacy, but. He was one of the reasons why they lost, but then again, he didn't play the whole series. So when when you add context to the va- you gotta add con- like I say facts with context. You gotta yeah, add context. Yeah. He lost the series, but he didn't play majority of the series. Uh, but Miami looked good, boy. When Jimmy Butler is on, he is on. But the best defensive team in the NBA playoffs left right now is the New York Knicks. Uh, New York Knicks surprised me, man. Uh, Jalen Bronson has played phenomenal. I know a lot of people keep talking about the Dallas Mavericks letting go of Jalen Bronson, but he was not playing like this when he was on Dallas. I'm sorry. I watched the games. I remember Luka carrying that team like crazy multiple times. Yes, Bronson would have a game here and there. I know he dropped like, what, 40 in one game against the Suns last year, but those are sporadic. They were one consistent. And right now, Jalen Brunson is consistent. He's the heck. I think he is the best player. Um, I'm I'm curious on Julius Randle with that ankle injury he had yeah, against the Cavs in that last game. game. Um, that's 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 huge. But overall, I like I, I like Miami in that. I I say Miami. I know Miami is actually the road road warriors in this one, but heck, they've been looking good on the road the way they played in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, give me give me Miami in six. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning Miami to a better coach, even though I do think Thibodeau is a great coach. This is going to be a great coaching series to watch. Like, if you're into the X's and O's and watching teams really scheme each other out, this is going to be a great one for you. Um, I think this is going to be a lot of defensive games. Like, you're going to see a little lower scoring, I feel like, um, in this. Both teams defensive-minded. Jimmy's just been on another level. Can't go against that dude right now. Like you got to ride the hot hand. I feel like, and he's just killing it. Um, you know they still got um, you know Kyle Lowry's. You know he he still helps out. Bam out of bio. Kevin Love's been actually decent with them. Duncan Robinson's done stepped up in the absence of Tyler Hero. Uh, 
Um, and Victor Oladipo, um, Strews, Gabe, Gabe Vincent, all these guys, they, they've stepped up and Pete, it's just hard to count them out, man. They just got, they got this greatness to them. The Knicks, this might be their like coming out party, I feel like, with uh, Jalen Brunson. You know, they made it past round one. They're probably going to push this uh, Heat, this Heat team to um, six, seven games, I feel like, because this is very evenly matched. Um, I think they can snag some wins, but a lot does rest on Julius Randle, I feel like, even though they didn't really need him in the last game. Um, I'll go with Heat in six as well. I think the Knicks are able to steal a couple in New York. I, that, that atmosphere is just something else. Um, so I'll go Heat in six as well. All right, let's move on. Celtics, Philadelphia. The Celtics and the Sixers. Embiid is questionable or doubtful for game one. Really? How? What happened? Bought extra time and he still died. He they said that um the x-rays came back and it's it's really not as great as it you know as they thought it might be. So yeah. When did this happen? Did it happen in practice? No, man, it happened against Brooklyn. He fell down, he grabbed his knee. They remember they played without him in uh the last game, game four. Oh. Yeah, man. Well, he hits the floor too much. He does. That's gonna actually uh well that changes the way I was looking at things, because if he's not playing, let me tell you something. When Boston is hot, Boston is hot, bro. Yeah. I, now look, I was really impressed by Trey Young what he was able to do. Um, he he played in that series really well. Dejounte Murray was the reason why I felt like they didn't really grasp that game six. He had one of his worst games in that series in that game, even though they won without him in game five. Yeah. Um, Boston, man, you know, watching Boston, they got shooters all over the floor, man. Uh, Al Orford, Tatum Brown, I mean, you name them, boy. Yeah, them boys can shoot, yeah. boy. Uh, you know, it was funny how they kept leaving Marcus Smart open then until the fourth quarter hit, <laughs> hit those shots. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, that Celtics team looked good. It looked good. They didn't look too good defensively, but the Hawks is nothing but a major offensive team. It'll be interesting to see how the 76 – if the 76ers are without Joel, then – they're going to place that burden on Harden a little bit. And it's going to be good to see how he really – how that team plays together without Joel, especially in game one. Um, what, who's the whole team? I think it's Celtics, right? Celtics is the two seed, right? Yes, yes, in Philadelphia's yeah, the two Okay, so, well, then – well, then, hey, man, you know, um, I don't see them losing too much in Boston. I actually – if Embiid's struggling to play, man, give me – I'd say Boston. I wouldn't be surprised to say Boston in five. I know they just struggle with the Hawks, but that's a different matchup, you know, to what the Hawks is bringing. Um, I think Philadelphia plays a little bit more slower-style basketball than what the Hawks do. And um, I think that – I don't think that helps them in their situation. I think that actually helps Boston. Um I wouldn't be surprised to say Boston in five. As crazy as it sounds, after seeing them go six with the Hawks, but I wouldn't be crazy. I, I'm going. I'm going. I'm ju- jumping on the limb. I'm gonna say Boston in five. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Boston in six with the Embiid news. I really wanted Philly to make it this year. I wanted this to be the year Embiid willed this team to a championship, uh, at least championship series. But it just doesn't look like it's gonna happen now with him being doubtful. He will come back in the series. I think. I just think he's too much of a competitor just to say. I'm out. You know, he's going to see how things go game one, and he's going to he's gonna come back, I feel like. So, um, I think they're going to be able to steal some games when he comes back. I just see it happening. I hope they end up winning it. I'd like to see Philadelphia make it, but um, it just feels like Boston. I'm going to say Boston in six. All right, that leads us to the Lakers playing whoever wins between the Warriors and the Kings. So, uh, I guess main question is, do you see the Lakers losing to either one of them? Should they play either one? 
Um, I don't see the Lakers losing to the Kings. Um, Kings are good, but they're young. I think they're more experienced team, especially with the weapons that they got. They got a big man that can really work uh, inside, especially against a guy like Sabonis, with, obviously with Anthony Davis. Um, and plus, D'Angelo Russell is the key factor in this entire series. Yeah, Russell bad. has been playing like a lights out. Um, and that's why I feel like it's going to be hard for a lot of teams really to be able to beat the Lakers uh, right now the way they're looking, uh, with, especially where their bench is playing. Um, but they got to be consistent. They can't drop games that they shouldn't because I will say Memphis had their shot. Memphis had their shot in L.A. and they folded it in, in the overtime game. Obviously, from the credits of LeBron, you know, wielding that team on his back. But Memphis had their shot. And that, and these teams can't give up shots like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lakers looked great yesterday. Obviously, they blowed out the, the Grizz. It wasn't even close. But, you know, you can't have those type of struggle games like that against some of these teams because they'll make you pay. Yeah. Um, I, I think Warriors, I think Warriors is a much tougher series for them. You know, obviously, I feel like, yes, the Lakers got a big man. They got those guys. But the Warriors have, when they're on, they're on. And mm-hmm. when the Warriors get on, it's gonna be hard to like stop that. If if anybody, it's it's gonna be hard to like really play defense on that. And I know the the Warriors aren't a really good road team, so they're playing the advantage of the Lakers. But if the late the Warriors are ca- real capable of getting one in LA, if they're able to, first they got to get this one road winning against the Kings. That's why I feel like they're able to beat the Kings. Then a six-seven matchup with the Warriors been having the home court advantage. I feel like that'd be huge for them. I think that'll help the Warriors win this series with them being the home, having the home court advantage. But uh, I think the Lakers. I don't care what they play with the Kings at man, whether it's in Sacramento or LA. I think every game is winnable. There's certain games you know that like okay, this game we'll, we'll drop this game, but this game is winnable. Every game is winnable for the Lakers um, against the Kings. I don't know if that's the same case for certain games against the Warriors for the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I'll take the Lakers to be either one of them, but um, obviously I feel the same way you do. Uh, Warriors will make it harder. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on from NBA. Um, and let's go to this NFL draft for now. Number one, yes, man, tell me about your Pittsburgh Steelers here. Because they're, they're a winner in my book. They're a winner. They're a top five winner um, this year in the draft. Uh, they've done a lot of good things. The Steelers have brought in a lot of really good pieces. I like the Roger Jones pick we got from the University of Georgia. Um, I, I like I like all the uh, pieces we're doing to help bring around with like Darnell Washington to help bring around a guy like Kenny Pickett. Uh, it gives more more of like I say a catch radius, more of a passing radius for Kenny Pickett um, because we. He didn't have even get a chance to play a full season last year, and the games he did play, he looked really good. Obviously, he obviously you gonna have the growing pains because he's young, but I see a lot of upside to Kenny. So um, I, I saw a lot of really good things. Got some defensive players. We got Joey Porter Jr. Um, as well. I felt like that was a really good pick as well for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So so far in the draft, man, they look really good. I really do like what the Steelers are bringing to the table. And um, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, um, I agree, man. Yeah, Pittsburgh looks good. I like the pick of Broderick Jones. I said, I said it before the show. I've seen a lot of mocks where he was going to y'all, and you said, I would love that. You should, man. He's he's big. He's got sweet feet for a big man. Darnell Washington, too. Yo, 
Najee Harris, you better be thanking God. They're going to open the holes for you now. You're finally going to get the run. That's right. Yes. Like they're going to open up so many holes for them. It's going to be it's going to be great, man. I, I have a good feeling about the Steelers. Um, another team we kind of we, we got to talk about, man. The Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia. I think they're the biggest winner of this draft so far. Uh, uh, no question. Yeah, man. Going with Jalen Carter, a steal where where they got him. Um, going again with Nolan Smith. You know, going they got them to go along with Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, Josh Webb, all still there. Derek Barnett still there. Dude, they're just going to be reloading, reloading, reloading. And um, obviously, you know, Nicobe Dean's still there as well. They're just UGA 2.0 over there. Then they go and make the trade for DeAndre Swift to go along with Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. You kind of have to love what they've done, man. They, they've done a great job up to this point. Um, this has been something to watch, man. I think that this this team has done a really good job um, up to this point of just building their squad out. And um, it's hard to say that they're not. They, they look great. Then they were able to get a, a lineman from – this is like Philadelphia is going to be the team that Georgia and Alabama fans can come together and we can love one another and root for the same team because obviously Jalen Hurts still there. Devontae Smith, they go and get Tyler Steen, uh, offensive lineman from Alabama. Landon Dickerson's there. Um, then they go and get Keely Ringo as well. Like they just – I saw that, yeah. They've had a great draft. It is it is hard to crack on them, man. They just look great. Well, I think the Eagles have added weapons. You know, you got to remember, they still had a lot of players defensively that they had from that 2017 Super Bowl where they won with Nick Foles. So a lot of these guys come back, you know, they just went to the Super Bowl this past year. A lot of people didn't have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl, but they look incredible and they look dominant. If you look at the entire NFL season, how the Eagles played this season, look at all the games. They look really dominant. You know, obviously they had a few close games here and there, but it's, you're going through a 17 game season. Who wouldn't? Um, but they look dominant, yeah, and they look dominant in the playoffs as well. Um, and if it look, they literally almost scored on every drive. If it wasn't that second half, I mean, the, the Chiefs just did some magical stuff in the second half. Patrick Mahomes had to score on every drive. If they didn't, they would have lost. So like, it's like the Eagles. Like, man, we were this close to a Super Bowl. Now let's go get some weapons defensively to make they already led the league in sacks last year so now they just got even better and they got better on the back end i i really do like what the eagles have done um man what a draft for them you're right yeah. what a draft all right we, we got to talk about the home team though. we got to talk about the home team i know that's what i was about to say we would be miss if we didn't talk about the falcons here me and you have differing <laughs> opinions here we only got a couple minutes left so we can't go too crazy but i'm just gonna tell you this right now uh, Bijan Robinson with the number one pick. I did not really agree with it. I thought it was not the smartest thing. I know you like it. Some people like it. Some people don't. It's a really widely split thing. He's a great running back. I do think the running back is going to get picked there. It should be him, but they already had a good run. I don't think you needed to go add this guy. You should add something to the, the trenches, I feel like. And they, they did end up doing that in the next pick, but I wasn't really a big fan of that offensive lineman either. Um I didn't think they needed that either, but to pass on Jalen Carter, I just think it was really stupid. You needed help on the pass rush. Keep them close to home. They did. Do that. I think that was the smarter way to go. Now, outside of that, I did like they picked Jack Harrison from Ohio State. I thought that was decent uh, edge rusher. And then they got so far here, they were able to add a corner 
from uh, – let's see here. They were able to get him from um, – what do you call it? The Utah – uh, Utah College. Um, what's his name? Uh, Clark Phillips. I like that pick. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good at Utah. But hit me with your opinion, real quick. Um, I mean, I thought John. At first, I thought uh, but John Robinson was actually a really good pick. But um, as I sat there and thought about it, I was like, well, wait a minute. They did have a top in running game last year. That's the only reason why they were winning games. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, freight. They did not have a really good pass rush. Now, if you look at the Falcons, if you go look at look, if you go look at the scoring of how the Falcons played all season, they actually didn't allow a lot of points on the board. But it wasn't because of that. So you have to think about let's think about logistics. Let's think about the like the, the stats behind it. When you're running the ball majority of the time, guess what you're running off? You're running off clock. If you're running off clock, what happens? The other team doesn't get the ball as much. Um they played into that factor, but you can't. But obviously, as we saw the season went on, they could continue to run the ball like that. And when they could continue to run the ball, when they had to defend on the quarterback to throw, what happened? You know, so the whole the game started to flip up. I, I do think they should have got a pass rusher. Um, after thinking about it, um, I do, I do, I do lean that way and thought they could have got Dylan Carter, but it just, it, it's tough, man. Tough. Like tough, to tough see- pick. But, to see this other team just dig into this college that's right down the road from you and that was just a Super Bowl runner-up, and then you just go and do the complete opposite, it, you just look like an idiot. I don't know. I just – and you know, I know I'm biased, but still, I just – That's always been a knock. That's always been a knock on all Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they never pick Georgia players for some reason. Don't understand why, but they never do. Yeah. They never do. All right, man. Well, we're about to end this one up. Uh, the draft's still going on right now. Stetson Bennett was picked by the Rams. That's awesome. Right now, Georgia is leading. Oh, I, I thought he was going to go undrafted. I thought Stetson Bennett was going undrafted. I know. Hey, I thought, I thought he sucked. I thought he was booty. I thought, you know, I thought, I thought he was yeah. trash, man. Wow. Fourth round pick, <laughs> L.A. Rams. He's going to get some playing time. Um, yeah. that, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Leading the leading the NFL right now with um, as far as college players from one school being picked, we're leading it with nine. Alabama's in second with eight. Um, maybe we can close this thing off with the uh, with a little bit of a bigger number. We're not gonna match last year's, but it is what it is. Quick shout out before we go. Yeah. Shout out to the Howard Middle School girls soccer team. Four and zero going into playoffs next Wednesday. Or next hey, Wednesday, four and zero. We're going for the championship, baby. We're going for the championship. Hey, let's go, let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me know. I definitely would love to know. Yes, right, go ahead. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in. I appreciate it. Continue to support the show by going to the uh, the you know the, the description here and clicking on the link tree. We do appreciate you guys listening in. And as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.